Alrighty. Welcome I'm a little back. burnt out today. Oh, yeah. well, you're in luck, Laura, because we're going to be we're talking about how to fix that. To... So we today's are, topic um... is taken from one of our followers on Instagram. We also want to put it out there that if anybody else has any suggestions or things that they want us to talk about, you can either send it to us on Twitter, Instagram, you can email us, any shape, way, or form, you can contact us. But over the next, yep, the PTA source, socials, anything like that. Over the next couple episodes, we're going to be talking about some suggestions that our followers followers have some inquiries about. (laughs) So today is the first one of that. It's going to be about burnout. Like Laura mentioned. Well, more of what to do when you're burnt out. <laughs> like how to help with the burnout. Yeah, that. Not what it is. A little bit so. of what it is. Well, yeah, but we don't... Well, We're going yeah, to... You you'll, you'll, you'll see. <laughs> Let's go ahead and just jump right. right in. Let's go. You're listening to the PT Assistance Podcast with your hosts, Ken. And Laura. Thanks for joining for another exciting episode. All right, guys, we are back at it, and we will be talking about um, burnout. Well, not specifically burnout itself, because we have already done an episode on that, so check that out. Um, Ken will go ahead and link it below. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. She's right, but whoa. <laughs> uh, I'm assuming. But we had, if you guys didn't check out last week, we had posted, um, well, towards the end of last week, I guess. We had posted on our Instagram story, just kind of asking what topics you would like to hear. And we did get a suggestion from one of our listeners and they were asking with, how do you deal with burnout? And so we kind of talked about burnout. We kind of talked about how to, um, or like just a little bit how to compensate, I guess, or not really deal with, but just like things that you could do to kind of help with it a little bit I'm um, like or prevent trying it. Trying to figure out where you were going with all that. <laughs> like you started like but one like, train of thought and then you're like, well, not exactly more like, and then you started that train of thought and like, well, more like this train of thought, actually like this train of thought. So you went, speaking you of very <laughs> different directions there. I'll, I'll be honest today. I'm burnt out. And that's, I think that's also why it kind of worked out today because today I feel burnout and if I had more days like this, I would be completely burned out. And I think that's the thing too, is like we talked about overall burnout and we didn't really talk about like how you can have just a daily burnout, like a one-off burnout situation and um, how to combat that. So you're not getting to the point where you're ready to quit. And what do you do if you get to the point where you're just done and you're over the field or you're done with that job and you all that degree. Does that make sense? <laughs> that one was much better. Yes. Okay. I was getting there. It just, my brain was not. I think your, your brain was like taking much... six different routes at the same time. <laughs> they all converged maybe at some point, hopefully. Well, but let's, let's just start from, so we kind of like what Laura said, we did do an episode similar to this. Um, where I found an article about this nurse during COVID who experienced burned out or burnout and it was just like a whole thing. Um, so just to kind of recap real quick, like what's your definition of burnt out? When you're done over the job and you just can't stand it anymore. And you hate it. 
just specifically <laughs> for the job. Um, or the, like the field, just in general, like you're just you're done. You're you're ready to check it off and like check it check it out the window. Check it out the window and say adios. I will rather do anything than this type thing. Uh, or yeah, my so, definition. No, I agree. I feel, <laughs> like for me, like for me, it's just like mentally, physically, emotionally exhausted. Like, like the point where the, you like just kind of want to cry because you don't know what will make you feel better. <laughs> kind of, yeah. Yeah. You like just get today. a sense of like you don't want to go to work, you don't want to really want to do anything, and I feel like it affects your personal life as well. Mm-hmm. Where it's just like you're tired all the time. Yeah. And we but, speak from experience because we've both been burnt out. And yeah, I have and some today very close I friends am, who I are also burnt out. burnt out. That they had to actually yeah. take a hiatus from the field for I did. A year. Laura took a break from the field I for about it. a year. Yep. And it was just because we were just so tired and burnt out that we just couldn't do it anymore. So today we're going to go into that person's question a little bit of how to deal with it, how to cope, some things we've yep, done. What are different techniques? Um, I've also pulled up some suggestions as well that we can dive into. Yeah, so um, I think let's go ahead and go over um, a little bit of how you can have different types of burnout. Like we kind of talked about, you can have burnout that's more of a short term, like for example, what I'm feeling today where you're just like, I'm so physically, mentally, everything exhausted and I just don't know how I'm going to keep chugging along today. Um, I just want to curl up and sleep and because I'm so tired and I don't even know how I'm going to do tomorrow. And I think those burnout days are a little bit easier to cope with, of course. Um, The big thing like I like to do is take a little bit more of relaxation time. Um, Like for me, I like to soak my cares away, Um, whether it's in a hot tub or taking a bath, like something that's just a little more relaxing, chilling, just vegging a little bit if I need to, or even just sleeping. Um... So for my suggestion for those small days, those quick days, relaxation and time for yourself, whether that's meditating, something that will just kind of help calm the brain and let you settle and kind of re rejuvenate for the next day. Um, so I, I like to do that as well, but sometimes I'm almost the other way. You take baths too? Yeah, I mean, sometimes. I'm just kidding. Uh, I was thinking too. more of... You, you get a rubber ducky, don't you? I have several rubber duckies, actually. <laughs> Got one on my desk right now at work. Anyways, uh, for me, it's not... like I do like to meditate and all that as well, but just doing activities that have absolutely nothing to do with work where I got my mind off of it. Mm-hmm. Because you're thinking more of turning your brain off for a sec. Yeah. For me, I like to be distracted. So... Not always turning my brain off for for me as a personal preference is just thinking of something else that has nothing to do with work. Yeah. So one yeah, like that's a good way of playing, uh, playing pickleball, like me and my coworkers play pickleball quite often. So it's still active, still engaging, but has nothing to do with work. Um, I like to play video games a lot as well. Some of the games very mentally demanding, but it has nothing to do with work. But those are just ways mm-hmm. that I can just not think about. Or I guess just take my mind off why I'm being burnt out in a way. Yeah. Uh, just kind of really... 
separate yourself a little bit. Kind no, of. it's it's kind of giving yourself that break of where it, instead of just thinking about work and the next day and how exhausted and tired you are, you're just doing something you enjoy. And Correct. I think that's what it comes down to. It just it's doing something you enjoy, whether it is like we talked about meditating, whether it's hanging out in the pool, whether it is going and getting a massage, whether it's just taking new time at your house or out in in um, nature, um, whether it's playing games with friends, video games, like there's so many different avenues that you can take um, that will help, you know, you just to kind of have that moment to yourself, that self-care. Um, I will say the big thing is sometimes though is you had mentioned like going out with coworkers. Sometimes you need to take a break from even just coworkers in your personal life too. If work kind of keeps getting brought up. Um, I noticed that in one of my old jobs, I loved hanging out with some of my coworkers, but we would always end up getting together and talking about work. And it was hard to then separate and turn yourself off when you guys are already, already talking about it because that's what you have a lot in common. And you just naturally gravitate towards that. And so sometimes it's, you might need to take a little bit of break from even just the social aspect of hanging out with them. Um, I think that's something that easily gets forgotten sometimes. So I take breaks from Ken all the time. <laughs> I was about to say, we were coworkers and you're right. We actually did talk about work a lot. Yeah, we did. It's true. Just we still talk about work and we don't even work together. This is, this is true. But, but that's the point. Like it happens. And sometimes I don't mean to, but... That's also why sometimes I'm like, you know what? I want to hang out with Ken today. <laughs> Sheesh. Just kidding. Just no, kidding. You're not Ken. kidding. You're no. Um, so no. from with the, other people. Uh the article that I found for burnout, the reason why I kind of found this article interesting is because as of right now, we're talking about things to avoid burnout but have nothing to do with work. This article put in perspective mm -hmm. things that do deal with work to avoid burnout. Yeah. Do you that have any suggestions, topic. any thoughts on? Things, what do you mean? Like things like putting your boundaries um, on no. work? Or more of like actual things at work to do? Things at work. So I'll give you the first one. Um, okay. So the first one is uh, working with a purpose. Yeah. So having a job in which like, you're not just looking for a paycheck. Mm -hmm. you Enjoying are, what you're doing pretty much. Yeah. So it's just your purpose of being there, why you're there, and looking for a deeper impact in what you do. Mm -hmm. uh, and I so, think that's easy in our field sometimes to lose sight of because it's so easy for us to also see that. Does that make sense? It's easy for us to lose sight of the impact that we're making like the impact that we're making because we were doing it so often in a way yeah that's why um, i feel like taking those small wins like today when i had a patient mm -hmm. uh, she was telling me that so she has like hip arthritis and every time she would go into external rotation like a figure four stretch she would always tell me how painful it is like she can't put any pressure on it she can get into the position for a figure four but she can't push away Mm -hmm. And today was the first day where she told me, she goes, so I did my home stretching and I was able to completely push my knee away, get a nice deep stretch with no pain. Nice. So things like that is like, we've been seeing this patient for probably two, two, maybe three months now. 
and we take those small victories we mm-hmm. say hey like that's great we've made progress like what we're doing here does matter and from that like she values our opinion so much she does everything we ask her to do she goes back to her doctor and gives us like glorified reviews like hey they're doing great like i love going there and i feel like that's what's important about our job we are making an impact yeah. and when patients talk to us like hey i'm doing better then celebrate that with them and i feel like that helps i agree enjoy what you're doing a little bit more like i got it, it meant the world to me because honestly my boss texted me on my day off and said hey i want to let you know the patient you worked with on you know how she sits down versus twisting and just standing up correctly um, for safety purposes, she goes, she came in and she just felt so grateful to you because she feels so much more secure, so much more safe. She, she understands like what she was doing wrong and how, like how that was affecting her. And she just felt beyond grateful. And it was so sweet to have that sent to me because sometimes I feel like those things can forget to get passed on sometimes. Definitely if you're not there or you don't see the patient next. So like, One of my suggestions just in general is relay that information. Like if a patient says, hey, this, you know, I worked with Margaret and I just want to let her know, like, that was absolutely amazing last time I was in here. She just felt so much better. Tell them because, you know, you don't know if they're having a struggling day and that might lift them up too. Um, And then also if you get those wins, like put them in a book, frame them, you know, um, market so you can kind of always look back on it. And if you are struggling with what's your purpose, you know, you have those to show you. That's funny that you mentioned that because I actually, so on my desk, I actually have all the thank you cards from patients who give me one. Like sometimes our whole office will get one for you don't. Uh, Uh, I always do. I get them in person. What? I get them in, what? I get them in person too. You're confusing me, Laura. (laughs) It's too late for confusing me. So I have, so sometimes patients will give like the office, like, oh, thank you to Mm -hmm. so-and-so team for blah, blah, blah. Um, So I have some patients that like I worked with the most. So for Christmas or when their treatment was done, they would give me holiday greetings. They would give me birthday cards. They would give me little congratulations or thank you cards. So I have them all lined up like on my desk from each patient. Mm -hmm. that's something that just reminds me of what we're doing and it's truly helping people agreed and i think that those are the little things to kind of in work to look at and taking that can kind of help with decreasing that burnout because it does help you remind you of why you're doing it let's just be honest we don't really get into this field for the money it's not the greatest in the world i mean don't get me wrong the money would it'd be nice if the money was better it would definitely be nice, but that's what I'm saying. Like, really, but we true. all believe we don't we're go into worth this more. <laughs> we all believe we're worth more than what we get paid. And I, I agree that I think we should get paid more. But we don't get into this field usually because of the finances itself. It's because of the fact that, yes, the finances are nice, um, but it's because we want to do the work with people and help people out. And so um, just remember that a little bit. But what was the next one on that list? Uh, so the next one is relating to performing a job analysis. Kind of thinking of a way that this pertains to us, but it talks about how we experience overload day to day and 
doing what's expected of you or clarifying what's expected of you and what isn't. And mm-hmm. a way I can think about this job is more of treating patients and doing your notations at the same time. It's you feel like you're back. Sometimes you're back to back to back, like patient notes, patients, notes, patients, notes. Like it's just this endless treadmill. Wait, you can do patients, notes. Mine's patients, 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 patients. Oh, look, there's all the notes. <laughs> well, depending on the setting. But yes, you're right. It's seeing all the patients and then having a boatload of notes to do afterwards. And then you get back yeah, on the horse and today. do it all over again. So what they're trying to say in this article is try to delegate tasks to other people. But it's kind of difficult to do in our field. We can't have a technician do our notes. We can't have our PT do our notes. We have to see our patients. We have to do our notes. So this one is more just, I would feel like time management. A little bit of that, but I also think you could put this in perspective. Like, for example, at my location, they like us to book the patients out because we know kind of more of their schedule. Um, They're more likely to book with us in the front. Um, So we usually try to book our patients appointments. And I think this is like, for example, with something small like this of like, if you're busy and you've got a lot to do, like if someone's free and they can help you book it, you can then be like, Hey, can you, do you mind booking this? Hey, do you mind cleaning that bed for me? Or something like that. Like just asking for that extra hand when it is appropriate. Um, Because remember you're a team and this isn't really just an individual job in a way. Like, yeah, you're doing it. You're seeing your patients. You're seeing your load. But at the same time, I guarantee you everybody in that facility wants the best for every single patient. I at least hope they do. <laughs> but I think that's where, if anything, the delegation comes of just like, if this is something that, yeah, you could do, but either you're like it's authorization or something like that, but someone's more appropriate or they have a little more time and you can hand it off. It's not something you particular, like it has to be done by you then, then do that. Um, and that will save that extra stress that just gets added on because you're like, Oh my gosh, you know, I spent five minutes trying to get this person to book because their calendar was crazy. And now I'm running behind and all my tables are a mess. And I didn't even get to write down what they said in their subjective. Like, if someone's free and you can be like, hey, do you mind scheduling this person so I can get so-and-so started? Like, I guarantee you, in most cases, they're going to be willing to help. And that will help decrease some of that extra stress that weighs on you. I can see that yeah, you related this way better than I did. <laughs> I was like, I don't know how you're, because I guess you were thinking of other ways. I was thinking more of like specifically what we have to yeah. do. But yeah. I can see what you, you mean. Like, like more of as a whole things. versus... Mm-hmm. job specific duties yeah exactly and I think that's the thing is because our a lot of the times our job duties will overlap a little bit on who can do what so yeah even though like for example um in our facility the therapists are supposed to do the laundry it's either the PT or the PTA like it's not just one or the other in our facility there's times where our um patient specialists our front admin would notice we were running so busy and that the laundry was full when she passed by and she'd start a load and it was just so sweet of her and it just took that extra stress off of us sometimes and I know that hands down if I ever asked her be like 
hey, do you mind just throwing this in the laundry for me? I don't even got that five seconds to do it. She would be more than healthy and that would take that extra stress off. So I'm again, it's like anything. You don't want to abuse someone like that. But like if you're starting to feel a little overwhelmed, talk to someone about it and see if they can help you out just a little extra. So that's my two cents on that one. Well, going on to the next one, it we kind of already touched on it and it kind of pertains to number one that we already went over, but it's give to others. So just finding or being in a career that adds meaning, feeling like you're giving and helping other people, those acts of kindness. And essentially, like you said earlier, we don't go in this field for the money. Like most PTs that go yeah. into this field are looking for ways to help others, get them back to functional, things like that. So it's, it's, easier to find that meaning when you're in this field that we do. I agree. And I will say like, for example, I have a patient who kind of just burns me out because she's oh. not giving her all. Oh, you said that. I completely yeah. remember my patient today. I have some very, <laughs> very mentally exhausting patients. Yeah. And there are ones like that. And then it's kind of like, if you know that it is funny because me and my PT were talking about it today and she's like, yeah, she goes, uh, I don't know if you've noticed I passed certain people off a little bit to you. And I was like, yeah, no, I've I, I've noticed. And she goes, if you need me to take them, I was like, no, it's fine. Like right now, I, those are fine. I was like, but I go, you know what? Maybe once in a while I might need you to. And then we talked about another patient. We're just like, he's just like a downer. It's not that he's not nice or he's mean or he's super complicated. He's just kind of a Debbie downer. And so that can weigh on you sometimes and talk to the people you work with. And if you can kind of rotate those patients around, share the, the mental exhaustion from them. Cause you do, you have to put that happy face on a lot. And so that can be draining sometime. And we are just like, I'm having a tough day as it is. This might throw me over the edge. Be like, Hey, can we switch if it's possible? I don't know how every single clinic works or if you're home. Um, uh, I was going to say, because if, if you're in health, my clinic and that happens, they just tell me to suck it up. Yeah, see, I've not... What are you talking about? I worked with your PT. We just would rock, yeah. paper, scissors. Oh, yeah, that doesn't work anymore. He's over it. Well, that's your own fault. <laughs> I have, we have, you didn't put your dick... For our patients... You did not put your foot down soon enough. <laughs> yeah, for our patients, it's like I I draw the short straw every time. Yeah, I only but, get lucky. That, in but the thing is, I, your yeah, your for, point is. Hold on, I'm giving I'm giving Ken life ad, advice right here, guys. Go for it, Laura. Um, but what here's the thing: if it does get too much, you do need to talk to them, because I guarantee you they would rather take that patient for a day, or you know every other week or something like that, instead of burning you up. And because of the fact that I know who your bosses are, and I've no one's been through it they should understand more than anybody that if it starts to really get to you, you need to vocalize and say, Hey, I just need you to take this patient today or one other time and that kind of stuff. Um, so there you go, Ken life, life of, I appreciate the advice, advice, Laura. You're welcome. I don't care if you ask for it or not. I'm very good <laughs> at clearly giving my opinion, guys, <laughs> but I think I do think communication on that aspect is very important. So, well, that actually really goes into our next Point. Look how I've I've done this without even seeing this list, guys. By the way, I've transitioned nicely. <laughs> is to take control. That is the next one. Yeah, 
Um, so avoiding it by creating more autonomy, talking to your boss. So I think a lot of it is just communicating as well and just kind of feeling like you're more in control and able to manage your time more effectively, prioritizing what you need to prioritize, whether it's your notation, if you're behind or the patients that you need a break from a lot of it comes down to communicating with your coworkers, your PTs, your scheduler and making that happen. On that note, though, I'm going to put this out here because I have seen this done. You still have a job and expectations to meet. Um, For example, I worked with a PTA who said that his hands were getting super tired and that he needed an hour break. And so at that time, I was kind of newish and they threw everyone on me and I see him just sitting for an hour doing notes. And I'm going to every single room back to back to back nonstop without my knowledge at all of what was going on. I was like, I know that PT, eh? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And so with that being said, like, yes, take control, take command, but make your commands and control actually justifiable and remember that you were hired for a job and you just being like, I'm just not going to do this. I'm not going to work with this patient just because you just don't like them. To me, that's not a suitable control. Maybe you can be like, Hey, can I take them a little less just because of the fact that, you know, we don't get along that great. They really rub me wrong. Um, you know, I'm willing to work with them, give them my all, but do you mind if it just like, if we can, we can kind of spread the person out. Um, But at the same time, I don't think it's right just to be like, I don't like that person. I'm not working with them. Does that make sense? That's my little, my little gripe. I I I do have a a little bit of. Like within reason. Yeah. Not not in a way to take advantage of anybody trying to lessen your load for the day. But in a way that you understand where you're coming from. They understand where you're coming from. But it just comes down to communication. And justification, and, like you have to have a reason why. I feel like a good justification. Yeah, don't I mean, just go in there and be like, I don't want to. <laughs> I'm just going like, back well, to like those mentally exhausting patients, just kind of alternate. They'll mm-hmm. see them sometimes, you'll see them sometimes, but yeah, trying not to not do your job is also not fair to your coworkers, yeah. your colleagues, everyone else as well. Yeah. And like me and my, it was interesting because uh, me and my PT were talking about, like we sat extra at work and we just chatted about this. We legit just sat there and we were talking about the patients who kind of like exhausted us in a certain way. And I was like, I was like, oh, that person gets me too. And she's like, oh, well, I'll take him. And I was like, no, don't just take him all the time. Like share him. Like as much as like, yeah, he exhausts me too. I don't think it's just right for her just to take the full load if it, it exhausts. Now, if she's like, oh, I love him. I'll take him all the time. No problem. Which I have a couple patients like that that kind of exhaust her. I'm like, oh, I'll take that patient any day. <laughs> and she's like, fine, you can have them. That's fine. Um, take that patient all the time until they need to see them. Um, now, there's also patients that both of us fight over because we like them so much. Um, yeah, so we it all just kind of too. varies. Yeah, we we uh, will be like, I'll take that person. I was like, no, I'll take that person. No, you can throw Derek on my, you, you know, you can throw this person on my schedule. You can do, and uh, we fight over them a little. <laughs> uh, 
Um, and again, it's, it's nice to have those patients that just kind of, you know, make you feel good at your job too. Um, I've been fortunate enough lately that I've been thanked a lot, um, during sessions or after sessions, like truly like thank yous, like not the, Oh, thanks. Bye type one, but like true thank yous. And I'm like, you know, I always shoot back at them of like, don't thank me. You're the one putting in the work. Like I'm not doing any exercises. I'm just chilling here being bossy. Like I have one patient I told that to, and he goes, no, but like for reals, like he goes, you're really helping me. You're making me understand it all. And like, it just, it does feel good. And so those, those moments are nice. Um, but take those in too. Take those moments in. Um, the last ones are kind of what we started the episode with. They have kind of the things outside of work. So exercising and managing your stress through meditation or things that kind of get your mind off of work. Mm-hmm. Those are just also important. But the reason why I like this article that I was looking into was because it also brought things that even on the first episode that we did on burnout, we didn't really touch that yeah. things that in your job you can do in order to avoid, decrease, assist going through cope, however you want to put it with burnout. Yeah. And I think really managing the day to day burnout or hopefully it's not day to day, but those days Versus like, it's that one day you feel like I'm just so exhausted. Managing those days then will not turn into weeks and weeks won't turn into months and months won't turn into years of burnt. And then to the point where you're just so done. So managing it a little bit more on the day to day scale on smaller things, like just even just taking the 20 minutes for yourself when you're home, Um, whether or not, like, for example, I have notes to finish today. I'm not, after we're done with this, I'm taking 20 minutes to myself and I'm not, I'm not starting my notes because I just, I need to decompress a little bit, even from just doing the podcast. Um, I just need a little bit of time for myself. Take that time for you. And that helps manage for the next day. Um, where if I just kind of build up and you just build up, build up, then you're going to start resenting it. You're going to start hating it. And the burnout is going to be so significant that you might legit leave something that ultimately you might love overall um real quick touching on burnout when you're you've reached that point where you're just done you're completely done my suggestion is two things um we've kind of talked on it before is looking into maybe switching into a different field giving that a try first or a different when you mean different field do you mean different setting oh sorry like setting yeah more of a different setting different setting that like you like ooh, you know for example we we've talked a lot more now about animal rehab um and you might like that might pique your interest and that might be something completely up your you're like i are you saying you want to start a pt clinic together laura uh an animal rehab clinic i can I just manage it? <laughs> I'll manage it. I don't. Cliffy can be the mascot already. He's running. Oh gosh, being the most annoying mascot. Actually, no. Sorry, Duncan, you take that. As I'm oh, watching yeah. Duncan climb all over Ken. He's for sure like, the more annoying mascot. Yeah, but finding something that piques your interest a little bit more um, within the field still. Um, that could be a way. Um, my biggest suggestion is I watch this work wonders and I wish I kind of had done it at the time is talking to someone about it. Like 
licensed someone um, discussing what's going on and help them and have them helping you kind of dig deeper into what's really, is it the job? Is it just the location? Is it just how you're feeling? Do you just need to back off on how many hours? Like diving a little bit deeper into feeling why you're so burned out because you being, sometimes what happens is you're so burnt out for so long, you don't even know what's causing it anymore. You're just there. So you can't fix something you don't know what's causing, why it's being caused. Um, and you I've seen that work in a lot of people where they go and they, they talk to therapists, licensed therapists, and they're able to dive in a little bit deeper and figure out what's going on. And it brings them back to the field because they do love what they're doing. Their just setting was not correct for them. Um, so those are my big like things of like long-term burnout things to do. Uh, just to kind of Again, I, piggyback on your, uh, yeah, on your thoughts. I do agree with what you said. For me, that would really suck if you didn't. <laughs> I'm, yeah, that would suck. So, <laughs> one, yeah, definitely not letting it add up. There, like, some people try to ignore it or they just kind of push through it. And unfortunately, that's not the way to go about it. So, try not mm-hmm. to push through, hustle through, and think that it's just going to go away because things like this typically don't. And two, the communication idea, like, thought. So when I reached my my point of burnout where I was completely over it, I was done, I was frustrated, I really didn't want to just be in the field at all, what helped me was talking to my managers about it. Mm-hmm. So once I kind of opened up, shared my like the way I felt about everything, they kind of worked with me to make it not as stressful as it was before, whether that yeah. was putting me in different tasks, kind of switching up my schedule a little bit, um, giving me a raise to kind of reflect my job duties. Things came from it for me communicating with them that of the way I was feeling. So well, and to the point, don't bottle up can't and help. communicate. Yeah, people can't help you if you don't communicate. Like your work's going to continue just to go forward just exactly how it is if you're putting on a smile and you're saying everything is fine everything's fine oh yeah no I'm good everything's fine then they're not gonna change anything and if everything's not fine you're getting overworked and you're burning out they're not gonna know and there might be a solution that they can do to help decrease some of that but if they're thinking everything's fine like you can't really blame them too much on it yeah because they don't blame a little bit but yeah um but just yeah no like in when I say guys like trust me I've been there I've I've been in the burnout. Like I took a year off. Um, A lot of it I realized was me working in pain also every single day that wears you down. A lot of people don't realize that, but it got so bad that I would literally be like, someone hit me and like, I want to be okay, but someone hit my car. So I don't have to go into work. (laughs) First of all, I don't want to cause the car accident because I don't want to pay for it. But like, that's how bad it would get. Like, and I'd come home in tears because I was just so exhausted and I, there'd be times where I just didn't want to get out of bed. Like I went through a lot of the stages of burnout and I pushed it off for months, months, practically like a year. And now that I'm out and I'm starting to, you know, work for me. And I'm not saying that life's not going to get stressful. Um, I'm a perfect example. I'm beyond mentally, physically exhausted today. It is taking all my power not to like 
just be done right now. Um, there are going to be those days and it's okay. It's finding the tools that work best for you to cope with those days and keep those days at a minimum. And, um, if you do get burned out or you have questions or you just need to vent, please reach out to me and Ken will be there. And then again, I recommend if you're getting, you really need that burnout and you're, it's just getting so bad, reach out to someone um, who's licensed to help better. Again, you know, we can give a little bit of our opinion, but are we licensed to deal with this fully? No. <laughs> did We did not cover this in school, guys. No, we did not. So that's, that's kind of my two cents on it. And again, we want to thank our listeners for sending in suggestions for today's episode. The next couple ones will be based off of topics that you guys had uh, listed. We kind of briefly talked about a couple of them, but we're going to dive a little bit deeper into some of them. Um, this was kind of one of them. Again, these were more of solutions on burnout. And if you want to talk more about what kind of burnout looks like and how it affects you and just all the different things, um, just kind of more the broad overview of burnout, uh, check out our link in the description box below. We really, really appreciate you guys. Um, we love doing this. As tiring as sometimes I can be. <laughs> we love doing this. We're and I hope it comes across. Yeah. It, it, it is. Monday's, Monday recordings are tough. I will I will say that. Um, but it's nice because we also have boundaries and we, we like our weekends too. And we like to have a little bit of fun. Um, but yeah, I think that's kind of it. Don't forget to check out Instagram. Like I said, that's kind of where we post a lot of our stuff. Uh, reach out to us there. You can find us there. You can also reach out through our email if you'd like. Um, we're also on Twitter and YouTube. And I think that is... Oh, we're also on the Discord. Um, so you can reach out to the us PTA there. The PTA source. You have the PTA source. But I think that is it for today. That is it. All well, right, guys. We'll see you on guys on Friday. Note, we'll see you later. It'll be Friday. And I've never listened to the Friday song on a side note. I don't even know what you're talking about. It's Friday, Friday. That's all I know from it because I've never actually heard the I song. still have no but idea. But on that note, we'll talk to you guys Friday. All right, take care. All right, bye. The information in this video or podcast is not intended nor implied to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. All content, including text, graphics, images, and information contained in this video or podcast is for general information purposes only and does not replace your professors or a consultation from your own doctor or healthcare professional.